me psychoanalyze you. You're stupid. If you used a rifle to shoot a pigeon, it'd probably explode. I need to have negative thoughts to keep me safe from the saber-toothed tiger that's gonna pop out and eat me as soon as I step out of my cave. Humans were pretty fucked up, but there's beauty in that imperfection. is up flutters welcome back it's another day it's another day coming to you once again from barcelona this time i'm in living room studio instead of the bedroom because alex is out and i'm not gonna lie to you i am a little bit day drunk we went out for nachos and beer at like 1 p.m. And so this episode is going to be a real hoot and holler. And I have free reign of the house. And ladies, sometimes you know how good that feels when you spend a lot of time with your husband. I mean, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love spending time with him. But it is nice sometimes to have free reign of the house for a little bit. And so I have the air con up to the maximum. I took a really nice shower, and I'm chilling in the living room. Usually, I am confined to the bedroom for my podcast because it's quiet, but it's quiet in the living room today, so I'm out here. So for today's episode, I decided to do another Ask AI, and today I decided to ask ChatGPT a very interesting question. And let me tell you, does it have some swell answers? I was thinking about this movie that I've seen like maybe, I don't know, eight years ago or something. I believe it was called Timer, but don't quote me on that. And I think it was a Netflix movie. And the premise is like, everybody has like a watch that tells them when they're going to meet their soulmate. And they spend their lives knowing when they're going to meet their soulmate. And I think there's a teenage couple that falls in love, although they are not each other's soulmates, or they don't know if they're going to be their soulmates or not. I don't know. I can't exactly remember. But this led me to ponder, what would the world be like if we knew at birth when we will meet our soulmate? Like, how differently would that be? I've said on here before, I don't exactly agree with the term soulmate, so to speak. But let's say we're in a universe in which there is only one person destined to be for us. And we know that from birth. What would the world be like? How would that change society and the way that we function within it? I was just curious what ChatGPT would say about this. And here's what it says. Number one, certainty and predictability. Now, I think for a lot of women, we can relate to the fact that certainty and, and predictability are things that we would like to have somewhat in our lives. We would like to know for certain that we were going to meet somebody. We wouldn't have so much anxiety associated with dating and looking for a relationship. Men, on the other hand, might have anxiety about the fact that they only have a limited time before they meet their soulmate. They would probably have the reverse anxiety, you know? But us women, we would be thrilled. I mean, this is all generally speaking. Of course, I'm generalizing here. This is in a general term. So you would also have an anticipation because you would know exactly 
when in your life that was going to happen. And it would be a kind of milestone. Like we would have like soulmate meeting parties or whatever. It would be like June 21st, it says I'm going to meet my soulmate. So we throw a party when we meet each other. And that's like a huge milestone in your life. And it would presumably be different for everybody. Some people could meet their fucking soulmate at like one years old. And maybe they don't get together at one years old, but they know the person their entire lives. And other people would be like, 50. And they would just be like, well, I have to resign to the fact that I'm not going to meet my soulmate until I'm 50. And like, my question is, would you find dating completely pointless then? I mean, I kind of feel like it. Maybe you would have hookups and one night stands and all sorts of shit like that. But it would be like, what's the point in trying to fall in love? And if I fall in love and then I, it's not with my soulmate, what the fuck do I do? And that is a complicated question. Maybe you can fall in love with somebody who is not your soulmate. I mean, certainly I think relationships and love have a purpose beyond necessarily being with that person forever. I've spoken on here before that I've had relationships that haven't worked out and I don't regret those because I think I learned a lot from those relationships. So I think it would still be valuable even if you knew when you were going to meet your soulmate to date. But it would be like kind of fucked up if you break up with somebody you're in love with and then like the day you meet your soulmate is the next day and it's like you don't, you're still in love with somebody else, but this person's your soulmate. And like I'm presuming here that a soulmate is somebody you're really going to be in love with, but what if it's not? That brings up a whole new scenario. What if the soulmate is just someone you're destined to be with, but you're not fucking in love with them? That would be weird. Anyway, so part number two, according to ChatGPT, is career and life planning. So if you have the assurance of a soulmate, you might become more focused on career development and personal growth in the single years because it's already predetermined who you're going to be with. And that I think is so fucking fantastic. And to be honest, we should all live our lives like that. It's like, it also says here, long-term planning as in education and career choices and location decisions will be influenced by the timing of your soulmate's arrival. So it's like, I know I'm going to meet my soulmate at 30. So I have plenty of time to go to college, to decide what I want to do with my career. And I almost think it'd be better to meet your soulmate older. Like if you meet your soulmate at like 16, then all of the decisions you make about your life are based on the fact that this person is your soulmate. But if you meet them later and you have no idea who they are, you have all this time to figure your shit out. And we should be doing that anyway. I mean, my philosophy about this whole thing in real life is that, look, if you really want to settle down with somebody and find your quote unquote soulmate, you can do it. If that is something that is a priority for you, it's going to happen for you. You're going to make it happen. So you should just be living like this scenario anyway, because if that's something you want, it's going to happen for you. I really think that's the case. I mean, there's a lot of humans on this planet and surely there is somebody out there who is right for you. It's just that we get fucking impatient about it. That's the real problem. But really, we should be doing 
what this is telling us, which is to focus on our life, to focus on enjoying being single, to focus on our careers and things that we are passionate about, because that's going to prepare us for being in a healthy relationship, for God's sake. Okay, number three, I spoke about this already, but dating and relationships. So this says that traditional dating might still exist, but that it may lose popularity because people are not inclined to want to invest time in temporary connections. I mean, I think men are totally going to be into this. Like men are going to still be dating, but it's going to be dating for sex. Like Tinder is going to be back to its original form, like when it was really invented in the real world. It's just going to be for hookups. And women are going to be into that too. Women still enjoy casual sex, but maybe we're we're not going to worry so much about it turning into a serious thing. We're just going to know that we're going to meet our soulmate at a certain time, so we're just going to have casual relationships. And like I said before, I think that's kind of a bummer because I think we should still have real relationships so we know what the fuck we're doing when we get into our soulmate relationship. But anyway... Okay, number four is social dynamics. So here it says friendships and social circles may evolve with individuals connecting based on their soulmate timelines. Like friends with similar soulmate birthdays might be seen as more valuable due to shared experiences and life stages. So it's like all my friends are only going to be people who meet their soulmates between the ages of 28 and 32 or whatever, because we can all relate to it and we're on a similar trajectory. If you meet your soulmate at 16, you're probably going to be friends with other people who meet their soulmates as teenagers, you know, because you're all going to be hooked up already. And it's just going to make sense that way. So that, yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. And number five is mental health. It says here, the absence of uncertainty in romantic relationships might alleviate some stress and anxiety, but it might also lead to complacency and unrealistic expectations. People might still face relationship challenges, but the concept of divorce and breakups might be rarer as individuals are more likely to work through their issues given soulmate connections. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. It's like, if I have a supposed soulmate, by the definition, a soulmate is somebody I think that you're not going to get divorced from. But I mean, according to what I've said in the past, that's not necessarily true. Like we can have multiple soulmates and you can have a soulmate for a certain period in your life and then it becomes somebody else. A soulmate is just somebody that you have like a deep soul connection with, a deep connection. And I and I think in my definition, it's also a healthy one, not like a really fucked up connection with a narcissist or something. It's like an actual very healthy relationship. But uh I mean, by my definition, breakups and divorces will still will still be a thing. But according to this, but if we really thought that we were just going to meet a soulmate and it was really only one person, we would certainly try to make it work because it's like if you get fucking divorced from your quote unquote soulmate, then you're alone the rest of your life. I don't know. This whole thing is this idea that the soulmate is just one person, which I don't think is necessarily true, as I've mentioned in that soulmate episode I did. But that's what ChatGPT thinks. It thinks that a soulmate is just one person. So let's hope that divorce is extremely low and people aren't getting divorced from their soulmates 
or that it's possible that you meet one soulmate and then you meet another later on. Anywho, so here's what it says is number seven. Technology impact. Dating apps and services could adapt to provide a more tailored matches based on soulmate timelines. So like you don't have to swipe on the app forever, but you have to wait until that date. So like what's even the point? It's like, okay, if it says I'm going to meet my soulmate on January 1st, 2024, then what's even the point of going on online dating, for God's sake? That's just a waste of my fucking time. I mean, except if I just swipe on January 1st, 2024, that's what I do. I just wouldn't go on there until my exact date. And then I go on there swiping because I'm presumably going to meet him. But maybe I just meet him at the coffee shop. Who fucking knows? So the last thing it says is philosophical and ethical questions. Society may grapple with philosophical questions of the nature of free will, destiny, and the role of choice in human relationships. Ethical concerns may arise regarding the impact of knowledge on personal autonomy, individual growth, and the pursuit of other life goals. I mean, I tapped into this already a little bit. It's like, if it's totally destined, then do we have any choice in the matter at all? It's just predetermined. And like, what the fuck is predetermining this? I missed a little bit here where it said something about genetic compatibility may assess people's compatibility. And I swear to God, there's a fucking TV show about this too, where like people can take a genetic test to match with somebody who's their soulmate. And it's like people fall in love in this show, but then they're not genetically compatible. Or somebody's already married, but they take the test and they find out somebody else is their soulmate. So that would that would bring up a lot of fucking chaos, I really think. Because you can fall in love with somebody who's not your soulmate. You can marry somebody who's not your soulmate. And like, what the fuck does soulmate mean anyway? I mean, that's ultimately what it comes down to. I hope to God I only have one soulmate. And probably the most of us hope to God we only have one soulmate. Because when you fall in love with somebody so deep, and you get deep into a relationship with somebody, you want it to last forever. But the fact is, it might not. And if it ends, does that mean that you're just destined to not meet anybody else? Or is it possible that you could fall in love as deeply as you did the first time with somebody else? Is it possible we just have like tons of matches out there with people that we're compatible with? And it's just about timing and feeling and connection, whether or not we deem them to be worthy of being our soulmates or whatever. I don't know. It just raises a lot of questions, this whole thing. It really does. But it's fucking fascinating to think about a world in which we just fucking didn't have to worry about when we were going to meet our soulmates. It was just all fucking predetermined. I mean, I think ultimately it would probably be more chaos and disaster than good. But I think the lesson we can take from this that even fucking AI could tell us is that we just need to enjoy ourselves and focus on our life without worrying about when we're going to meet the one. I think that's ultimately the main takeaway from this whole thing. Fucking work on yourself. Do the shit that you want to do when you're single. 
And if you want it, you will find the right fucking person. You can live happily ever after with them. And if it doesn't work out, you can find another one. It's like we're so desperate. We worry so much about when and if, but it's going to happen for you if you want it. So just don't get your panties in a fucking twist and chill the fuck out. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you can reach out to me at perfectlyflodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at perfectlyflodcast. Alrighty, folks. Bye.